The Fat Bard's 17th entry. This is Bogdana. He asked me to write because he has an ache in his tum-tum. No surprise there. Lucky for him, my father taught me to write. Unlucky for him, my father did not teach me to spell. He has not written in here in a long time, but it looks like he mentioned Firdas had run off. There's a small squadron of, of tieflings, and then there's four um, cyclops, and each one of them has in their hand uh, one quarter of this. It's like a carriage on poles, you know, without wheels. Yeah, I think I'm going to uh, beast form into a squirrel. He had been gone a long time. And the tieflings nod, and they all start to scatter in front of you. And then all of a sudden, there's this huge eruption. These massive spikes come out from the ground. There's several of them, one for each tiefling and four for the cyclops. And they just impale them up on these giant rods, like from the cabin on the mountain that you saw before. And they're all just standing there limp, completely dead on these spikes. Doing druid things, I figured. You've come across a graveyard. It looks very old and it's empty. You're just about ready to flick your tail and leap to the next branch when you hear not but a foot away from you. It takes a lot of bodies to fuel those portals. If anyone was to discover what I did to those tieflings, the war would break out immediately. Which is exactly why I mistrust you. You said that you, you wanted to stop the war. There are only so many signs I can give to ensure to you. We are on the same side. Then you really know nothing about me. What else happened? The owl people are still here, and I have made them hunt for their own food. Wouldn't it be easier to go get more giants from the north? You do realize how far away they are. You imply that this war is imminent. From the preparations they were doing, it's definitely closer than it seems. Mads and Sina discovered some unfortunate news about the dwarves. Right, we were going back, right? And then out of nowhere... Oh, we were just completely attacked on all sides, and only I managed to get away. By who? Tieflings? I don't know. It all it happened so fast, and I took off running. Cena, as you're on the lookout, you you both spot it, but you're the first to see that there's blood on the ground. Okay, so Mads is going to face his back from the uh, from the castle. And he is going to take a large spin step and just launch his entire weight into it and just send this fucking boulder flying towards the castle. And then we will start to make our way back towards camp. The fat bard also wants me to mention that he's been walking on the leg that Sina made for him. He says he's not terribly agile on it yet. Not that he was ever agile even before losing his leg. He wants me to write, maybe he can get Sina to put strings on it, so he can get drunk and play the leg guitar. I do not know what a leg guitar is. 
Right in there, the Allegator sounds like a Lord of the Rings character. I'm not writing anything else. I'm done writing. You want more? Stop being a child. Time to Die Podcast Network presents The Giant's March. The road is long, but the world is small. The entire camp is reunited simultaneously. Uh, Mads and Cena, you are pushing through the forest into the clearing at the south, and Firdas, you are coming through the the tree line to the east, approaching the campfire, and you guys see each other. Firdas, you're back. Uh, I'm glad to have found you. We have problems. There was a a party of tieflings heading north down the pathway that we came into this town with. Uh, They were spiked as the others were that we found. They had some maps that I hid and um, I, I do think we need to go back and clean up that scene before they are uh, found. Everybody's aware. I mean, everybody's like listening in. The whole camp is gathered around the fire and it's crackling with like the stars overhead. And Fyrdas, you see the camp is now filled with a small band of bird folk, like owl folk. That's what they look like is like owls. Oh, by the way, nice to meet you. My name is Fyrdas. <laughs> he just reaches out a wing to shake your hand, but he says, Did you say spiked? Yes. With rock? With a rock from the ground. And you mentioned dealings with fuel. He looks over at Mads and Cena. <sighs> that is who I believe was the perpetrator. Mm. He shakes his head. Fjol is... Uh... He is less of a god and more of a demigod. He... Nothing more than a wizard with a... a bag of tricks that he's learned along the way. This actually makes a good deal of sense with my run-ins with him. In my short time, I've learned to not trust him. Fjol and the tieflings have... Stirred up things internationally. Akadai is not happy. Akadi, the goddess of the tempest and sky? Mm, the same. I would love to chat longer, but I really think we need to take care of that... That scene. What do you mean, take care of it? Well, if those bodies are found by another traveling party... That would take word back to the to the castle. Things could get even more complicated for us very quickly. Or the thing is, it's already a bit complicated. Your friend here threw a rock at the castle. You what? 
there was a bit of anger in the moment, and, well, I picked up a boulder, and, well, I launched it over the walls. I think we should move quickly. At the very least, we can pick up those maps. Wait, there were maps there that you did not grab already? To shorten a long story, I was a squirrel at the time. Got it. Mads will just kind of like uh, nod <laughs> as though that makes sense and it does not to him at all. We should head north. Um, I'm going to like kind of cut the distance because I know it's not due north and so like I'm going to point the direction that I came from. This way. That is towards the main road. That is where it happened. They were proceeding with a not exactly a carriage but like a one that is carried. Like a litter? A what? A litter. I just stare at it, see a blank face. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that's this word the, before. It's what they are called, what cousin. Exactly. That word is, uh, is what it is. I'm seeing pictures mm-hmm. now. This is what I was trying to... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to go back and edit the last episode and actually say litter. <laughs> what a terrible word. No, don't. This is way better than having this. <laughs> yeah. This is good content. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> oh, are we all going? Oh, it's a good thing I practice walking on my leg today. Well, now it is time to practice running. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bogdana's already dousing the fire. Yeah, uh, Ferdos is going to lead the way and take off. Yeah, I guess we're going. Okay, yep. the camp is going to get half dismantled and they're going <laughs> to just take off, I guess. Uh, if you return the way you came, you guys are going to eventually end up passing through a dark, empty graveyard. Yep. There is no sign of your messenger, man. Um... I will go around it again. I'm, I'm not going to go through it. Oh, okay. I, I feel that Ferdas is uh, particular about those sorts of things. It's going to be a while, but you guys are making um, quick pace. And the main road, you're going to encounter it regardless, I think. And Give me a survival check. 12 plus 7. So, 19. Yeah, you have no problem navigating back the way you came to almost directly to the spot. But when you get there, there are no spikes and there are no bodies. However, there is a wrecked litter. <laughs> the litter's a wrecked? <laughs> wow. Man, we got Resident evil here. <laughs> Something has happened. The, the bodies are missing. They were right here. The spires as well. Is there any, like, blood on the ground or anything? Give me a higher low. Low. Yeah, there are smatterings of blood here and there. Well, there's still blood. There definitely were bodies here, but... There's the wreckage. I'm going to go over to the bush where I stowed the, um... The maps, are they still there? Yeah. Okay. We still have these. How would your 
kill his own men. I think he was trying to recruit me. But why kill his own men? To prove a point? Exactly. May have been as a sacrifice. You were in contact with this fjall? Yes. More or less they were in contact with me. You were a follower. I am a follower of many gods. Fjall was among my pantheon. Fjall has eyes through his followers when they open up their will to him. And he has lost one set of eyes today. He may still contact you through sending spells. Simple wire used to burn to talk to people long distances. But he cannot see you if you have closed off your will to him. That is good to know. And speaking of sending... Um, I start looking around on the ground for the sending stone that I left. It would be where you left it. Alright, yeah, I find it. So what should we do now? Our presence here is, uh, very known. We should move north. I agree. I kind of have an idea of where to go, but I don't know how well we will be received. Where are you thinking? I just give Cena this look and like... Please don't say the lizards. And as soon as you say that, I nod. They <laughs> didn't take too kindly last time we passed by. I wrote a song about it. We remember. Thank you, Fat Bard. Perhaps your song can break the ice when we return. They did kind of. I mean... I, I'm, I'm really struggling to find anything nice to say. Um, but we can try. I, I really doubt their attitudes have changed. But one good encounter with giants doesn't exactly erase, you know, a long time of us using them for food. On our way, we should gather food as a sort of uh, peace offering. For you them. used to eat lizards. Fuck. Oi, that's disgusting. It was a different time. I'd have to be pretty hungry to eat a lizard. When you're our size, you're always very hungry. I don't believe that it was so much about sustenance as it was about intimidation. I would eat a lizard. Maybe keep those thoughts on the down low while we're... <laughs> <laughs> while we're around, I can't finish the sentence. <laughs> so you guys are heading north? That's my pitch. I don't know how... Uh, yeah, I mean, it. that sounds like what we're doing. I don't have a better okay. idea, so... Yep. Are you, are you sticking to this main road? I think it would be a good idea for us to move through the woods as much as we can. How uh, how banged up is this, um, the litter thing? Uh, it was pretty splintered, if I recall my description last time. I just wonder if we could kind of fix it up and add that to the the treasure trove that we offer the lizard people. <laughs> um, fixing it up wouldn't be hard. It would be uh, pretty light for you to carry, too, since you're so big. Yeah, I'll take it. It's not like I'm carrying a spear anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Give me 
fixing up roll. Can I can I help him with this? This is kind of Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me a general intelligence check. Alright, so for me that would be a uh seven. Artificer thing, uh you get to add plus three to it. I'll say that you uh, do a quick patch job, and I mean, maybe you can do better later, but at least it'll stay in one piece as you're carrying it through the woods. Okay. So you, what, strap it to your back or something? Yeah. And away you go. You guys are on the or off the beaten path for about a week, <clears throat> checking through the woods, and you um, don't really have any encounters. You feel like, especially at giant's pace, um, for them to actually get any real military presence up this far would be a bit of a task, and you would almost certainly see it coming before it even arrived. So. Um, you feel pretty good about it, this situation, and you reach the spot where you had veered off course to go encounter that sunken monastery, and you recognize it, and this is the point where you know just down the road and around the bend is going to be that bridge, and it's probably mid-morning. So what is the plan now? I'm not really sure, I'm just kind of winging it. Which one of us had the best rapport with them last time? I believe it was you, cousin. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, I could try again. Worst thing they do is try to kill me or something. I don't know. The worst thing that they do is alert the other city to our presence and make things worse, but I suppose it could not be that bad. Perhaps if we could speak to one of their clerics, we could... Find some common ground. Some gods that we both can uh, mutually pray to. We are not familiar with the gods of the lizard folk. Are not gods just gods? Why must we have different ones? Everybody give me perception checks. Ooh. Yep, that's a two on the die. So six. For me. That's a six for me. <laughs> Mads, roll the fifteen. Oh shit! Okay. Thanks, Mads. I was like, wait, I put it in there. What do you mean? While they're talking about this, Mads, you noticed the trees rustling off down the path towards where the bridge would be, and it's not like—I mean, they're kind of tall trees. They're kind of like big leaping willy, willow style. And they're rustling up in the midsections of the trees. Something large this way comes. And he'll point towards the rustling. You can't tell, like, what it is, but you can see the movement, and it seems to be moving from one tree to the next, and it seems to be coming in your general direction. This is one of those cat centaurs. I swear I'm going to spear it on my javelin. I don't think it is. I think we're a little bit too far south for that still. I hope so. Praise the mountain. I think I know what it might be. One of the things that uh, that Fial told me when he was trying to gain my favor was that someone was following me. And he told me that it was one of my old circle. 
I believe it might be Ivar. It's probably about 200 yards from you now, and it's coming up on the last of this grove of trees. Let's not attack straight off. Let's see, let's see what it wants. Now, as soon as she says that, this figure bursts out, hits the ground, and says, Good gracious, we meet again! Fuck me! Oh my god! <laughs> you are so tall still! I immediately raise my javelin and look at everybody like, eh? Eh? You know that, uh, those vials of alchemist fire I've been making? <laughs> <laughs> Again, let's see what it wants. That seemed kind of frantic. I haven't seen you in so long. I forgot how tall you are, Sinner. Did you need something? S- don't... I didn't say that you could say my government name. <laughs> I could never forget your name, Sinner. I'm so very grateful. Um, did you need something specific from us? I was looking for you. Why? He kind of rotates to the side so that you can see behind him. And with little dangly feet sitting on his back, you see Nespos Boonback, the pocket gnome. <gasps> pocket gnome! How do y'all? Hello, friend! I found myself a faster ride back to the town. I didn't even have to go back to my town. I just went to the watchtower and had them relay a message. These messengers sure are useful. I'm sure they are. (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna have to wait till they respond, but the people at the watchtower weren't too particular about a war brewing, so it sounds like they might be on your side. Wonderful. Thank you, Pocket Gnome. I don't know what they can do for you, but I told them you might want them to do some invention and construction, which is, of course, right up their alley. This is basically what we had said, yes. We're so grateful to you for running this message for us, Pocket Gnome. And I am so grateful She, at this point, has, like, knelt (laughs) to the side of the cat centaur. She is not looking at the cat centaur. She is not acknowledging the cat centaur. (laughs) She is just talking to the gnome. And as you're ignoring him, he, he's, you just hear his droning on in the distance. And I, I am so grateful to come back to you, my senior. <laughs> and uh, he will allow you to pick him up off the centaur and probably, what, re-pocket him? Either pocket him or put him on my shoulder, whichever he wants to do. I didn't expect to find you this far up north. I thought you'd be down by Skazakus Walls. We kind of had to scoot. That don't sound good. It is not. You missed a lot. I'll say you put him up on your shoulder because he's going to peer down and see someone wave at him from your pocket and it's the number. <laughs> it's the dwarf, you mean? You mean the dwarf? It's the dwarf. In fall fashion, dwarfs are in season. <laughs> <laughs> I see someone moved into my home. <laughs> she, uh, Sina will re- oh. Excuse me, dwarf, do you mind if I... Th- What's the dwarf's name? Because Sina would remember, I just don't. Fuga Grasshat. Uh, Fuga, do you mind... Mr. Grasshat. Uh, do you mind if I reach in and take you out of my pocket so that you and the gnome can meet face to face? Oh, it don't matter to me! Okay, she'll reach down and, like, pick him up and be like, Mr. Grasshat, uh, this is pocket gnome, pocket gnome, Fuga Grasshat. I appreciate blokes who got a high voice like me. Ah, same to you, partner. (laughs) (laughs) 
Us high voice folk gotta stick together. You said it, partner. Speaking of this reunion, uh, or meeting of the first time, where's Pocket Chain home? <clears throat> you hear him groan from your bark pocket. He pokes his head out. Mm, that was a lovely nap until this thing started talking. He gestures down to the pussy man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, by the way, you down there, uh, your work is done. You may go to wherever you come from. I can travel with you, Sina. No, no, no you, you can't. Cannot. You really can't. <laughs> I could escort you on these dangerous roads. You really can't. No, it is, it's uh, fine. Haven't you heard? It's unlucky for parties of, and I go and count everybody and then add plus one and say, of this number to travel together. I too could ride in your pocket adjacent to your bosom. No. No, no, no. Absolutely not. Um, here's the thing. Why don't you? And she's... she's so... Cena has two daggers. How big are these daggers in comparison to this cat centaur? Uh, almost body size compared to him. We okay. talked about how the he pencil was like one of those yeah. <laughs> goofy pencils. <laughs> so here's the thing. Why don't you? And she'll take one of her daggers in its sheath and she'll hand it to him. And she says, in return for not traveling with us... Why don't you take this and guard it? Are you seen that? Oh, I will... I will guard this one with my pussy life. He's like trying to haul it off to the side. <laughs> <laughs> I will just be here if you decide to return for your dagger. There you go. She, she looks at she looks back at her cousins and just kind of does a little like uh -huh. <laughs> she shrugs. Yeah, and I just nod. And we thank you for returning Pocket Gnome safely. And she'll like pat the top of his head with one finger, and then she'll stand up and walk away. <laughs> he will clutch at his heart. Gnome, sweet gnome. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. I hate this cat. I hate him so much. <laughs> All my, like, if he said one more, like, fucking crazy thing, I was just gonna take off that litter thing and smash it on him. <laughs> I was about to ray of sickness him, so not far off. What I want to know Shit. is how many of these elf folk have been holding Mads back this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> the road ahead, it it curves ever so slightly from like north to northeast towards this watchtower city and it's almost like a s shape it's actually going to be kind of going east before it goes northeast um and you know that this is the direction of the bridge who here is the best with uh martial strategy i'm not certain any of us are quite qualified for that I wouldn't call myself an expert. Does this not look like a great place to mount a, an opposition? They will not be able to travel in the swamps. They will have to go through this narrow road. Yes, like the neck of a bottle. Yes. So the numbers will be contained. If we can form 
a good enough defense, they will not be able to get through it. Long as those lizards don't attack from behind, we avoided them completely by staying in the trees. Well, I intend to hopefully get them on our side. I don't believe that they want a war, because that will bring more giants down into their land. Well, that's a compelling point. I think that the best thing to do would be to at least alert them of our presence and speak to them first before we decide to bring any military action or, like, try to come up with anything. Yes, absolutely. They won't like that we're here, but it'll be better than a surprise. You are the planner of the wars. What do you think, Mance? I have given what advice I have gleaned from reading in the past, but I do not actually have any experience fighting anything greater than small skirmishes and the like. However, I do know that that bridge is valuable strategically. Well, if the lizards will not ally with us, it would probably make sense to take the bridge from them. Delivering an ultimatum well, they would not like it, but it might be our only option. Agreed. Yes, but might I please ask if, that we keep that as a last resort? You may go and do whatever negotiations you find necessary. Come and find me when they don't work and blood is the only answer. Noted. <laughs> Times like these, I'm very <laughs> fond of you, cousin. <laughs> I, too, am fond of you, cousin. Now go on your failed mission and try and convince these idiotic lizard people that their best interest is living. I'm going to, like, pat him on the shoulder and laugh and then walk off. Mads is going to go back to uh, working on tower shields. You continue on down the path, and eventually there's a very familiar marsh. And you see the very familiar bridge. It is still populated. We should um, gather our gifts into this uh, this thing. I've already forgotten what it's called. <laughs> A litter. Litter. Why did they name it after trash? I don't know. I think it's because maybe it's because you drag it around. I I don't know. Maybe it's because it carries trash. You know. Or a bunch of kittens would be stored in it. I don't know. It's a very strange word for such a thing. I, I don't... I don't understand how language conventions work. I just speak it. I don't... If You're gonna have to talk to the bard if you want to know about the nuances of language. I can't... We had no such contraption in the Dalek's gag, that is for sure. I saw some of them in the city, but let's... 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 we should... we should stay focused. Yeah. So, um, how much stuff uh, do we got to roll for? How much we would have gathered for them along the way? What were? You, I'm sorry. What were you gathering? Like food and stuff, and uh, like whatever we could find that would be of use to some lizard people. Everything. Just gifts for like you know to try to make a peace offering. Give me nature, and then give me survival. My nature is eleven. Survival is 19. 
nature is 11 means you really don't know what the lizards would eat. So you're just going completely random. Basically anything you can find that seems lizardy to you. But your survival 19 means you find a lot of it. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. I think that this should do. And I guess we should just carry it as if, like, we're carrying the, you know, some sort of thing in it. <laughs> like, we just both take a set of handles and walk with it up there. Yeah. And that way we're not brandishing weapons or anything. But yeah, we, we get going with our, uh, with our gifts. You are trying to indicate that you are making peace, not war, right? So give me, um, persuasions. Also, but uh, Cena would have taken an hour of like this week, a couple hours to create two or three sets of artisan's tools. Okay. For this little gift thing we've got going on. I think you would have still had some of the ore that uh, Feardos had collected at the camp and you can probably rig some stuff up during your bedtimes. 16 for Feardos. That was for Persuasion? Yep. Please. It's, it's, it's a 7. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of uh, you're kind of hanging in back as Feardos is walking forward with the uh, food that he gathered. And as you approach the bridge, you suddenly see out from the water rise these huge crabs. I mean, even compared to you, they're pretty big, and they're certainly, they're, they're carrying several of these lizard folk on their back. They're, they're comparable to the Oliphants from Lord of the Rings in size. Oh, okay. And so they, uh, they rise up out of the marsh, and this whole entire bridge is clearly on high alert at this point with all the shit they've dealt with. Hello, you've seen this before. Yeah, you call that out, and from their ranks, you see this familiar shaman from before, and he approaches you, and he says, What are you doing back here, eaters? Um, we've brought you an offering. You said the offering would be the end of the tieflings. Well, this thing once belonged to some tieflings, and they are no longer... Things have gotten a bit more complicated, though. What do you want of us, eaters? Sina? We... We ask for, if not assistance, tolerance. We are planning on camping in the woods for some time. We're not quite sure how long yet. We wanted to tell you instead of surprising you at some point. And we were also hoping that we could count on your aid in ending the tieflings. Roll me a history check. That's a 21. You also vividly remember that the lizard folk had been disappearing down into the monastery, <laughs> and they, uh, and you, uh, and you are very certain that that giant down there had been eating them as well. <laughs> yeah, if we also did in fact uh, destroy what was in that monastery, so 
you won't be losing any more of your people to them, to it. The tower is no more. It's no more, correct. We filled it with water. You have done Samuanya a great service. Is that, um, is that your god? Samuanya is the protector of the Kikwala. Can you spell that in the chat for me? Before you spell it, let me show you what I... Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was kind of close, but I thought you said a T instead of an S, and so I thought it was, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tim Wanye. Tim Wanye is my favorite rapper. West. <laughs> yeah. This is real D&D shit. I'm not even making this shit up. Yeah. Perhaps if uh, we can come to an agreement and you, you become more comfortable with us, you may tell me more about this, Samuanya. Samuanya will not be allies with Edith, but you may camp in this swamp. Thank you. Um, just a forewarning because of events and what we weren't able to accomplish in the city there may be an army heading this way at some point we don't know what amount of time but we plan to make an offensive before your bridge to pinch them off at the road if you betray us eater Simoanya will send the avatar upon you we would never. We do not want this to end in bloodshed. The Kekwala will not attack. As he says this, you see the large crabs and the lizards on their back descend back into the marsh waters. Okay. So now we must find at least a high spot in the marsh, in the swamp, somewhere. To make camp. My God, that was so much, but that was that was so scary. Yes. I assume you just plop the food down in front of the bridge. Yep. They're gonna be rummaging through it as you walk away. Cool. Some of the stuff gets tossed over their shoulders and disregarded. <laughs> <laughs> like socks to a kid at Christmas. Exactly. <laughs> So now we head back and tell everyone the good news. Yeah, you guys have no problem getting back. And uh, when you get back to camp, I think it's going to be probably about mid-afternoon and Bogdana will already have... (laughs) The fire is going to be a little more difficult since there's so much wet wood around here, but she's managed to create something and it's more difficult for her to avoid smoke. But it seems like you guys don't really care at this point. And so did we, did they make camp on the road while we were gone, or uh, do we have a place scoped out that's kind of off to the side a bit, like in the swamp there? She's going to be kind of on one of the paths at least, because she's got to keep the fire up out of the wetlands. Okay. 
yeah, once we get back, I'm going to uh, say, um, I think for a more permanent camp, we should move off of the road and perhaps to one of the higher spots. I may be able to take care of um, getting us firewood. She gives you an annoyed look and then starts dousing her fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It will make us much safer in the long run. Long run. The lizard people have agreed. Yes, they have. They have agreed to not. They're not going to be our allies per se, but they did give us permission to be here and said that they won't attack. And you trust them? Yes. They have nothing to lose. Except for if they get an offer from the tieflings, and then it is more advantageous for them to attack us as well. And then we are pincered. I do not believe that will take place. Also have faith that the longer we stay here and show them that we mean them no harm, the more open they will be with us. Long as you's all blocking off this uh, main highway here, I don't know how they're going to get much more of that uh, metal and resources from the gnomes. Yes, that's true. They could get some further west, but this was their main route. There is no way they would be able to bring materials through that marsh. They would have to cross the bridge. Yeah, they used to throw flaming bottles at those lizards, I think, but... I don't think flame's going to stop a bunch of giants. So, um, yeah, I would like to look for a raised bit of land big enough for a camp. Um, kind of off the way, like maybe about like a half mile or so off of the, um, the raised road. Give me a survival check. All right, that is a 17 on the die, plus 7. 24. You find a really good spot, actually, as far as vantage points go. It's got, like, it's it's up the road and up a hill, but it's also got kind of a clearing in the trees where you can kind of get a nice visual of where the road bends. And so anybody coming and anybody going, you kind of have a good sight on them. The only downside would be if, if campfire smoke were to alert them, since you're so high and you have that visual, but, you know, you would see them just as sure as they could see you like it's not a one-way thing all right and then um around this uh raised area um i would like to start casting uh plant growth as an eight hour ritual and um it will um all plants in a half mile radius centered on this point um will become enriched for a year and um, I want to do that to all like the sort of swampy plants, so like mangrove trees and, and stuff like that, and make it to where like uh, you wouldn't really be able to see this is like a camping spot. It would just be a, a really large thicket in the middle of the swamp. This is a permanent growth? Yep, but um, casting it this way, uh, um, all plants within a half mile radius centered on this point um, uh, become enriched for a year. It's to the point now where you can see the roads if you peer through the trees, but yeah, the likelihood of anyone spotting you has diminished considerably. Yep, and, uh, you know, these plants should uh, be good for firewood now, since they wouldn't be, you know, short enough to be in the swamp or whatever. Gotcha, okay. And it, also, the plants yield uh, twice the normal amount of food when harvested. 
Oh, right on. So Bogdana starts making a new fire. <laughs> <laughs> and the bard is playing his music, and the uh, pocket gnomes and the dwarf are kind of exchanging information and catching up. The, the owl folk are mostly just chilling in their own little clique. And suddenly, uh, all seemingly out of nowhere, Mads hears a voice in his head, and it says, I've finally found you, Mads. This is the mountain speaking. I need your help. That is not how this works. Why have you never spoken to me before? You feel your voice kind of just go out into the ether and disappear as if it was sent. And that's it. I'm just putting this out into the world. I do not know if you can hear it, but the last person to have left me on red is no longer alive. (laughs) (laughs) He'll just nod. (laughs) Verdus? Yes, cousin? I have been contacted by, and he'll do air quotes, the mountain. Mm. This is unsettling. I do believe this fials work. The mountain has never once, as long as I have been worshipping it, which has been my entire life, contacted me in any form that was not ephemeral or esoteric, per se. So to have direct contact asking for my help seems dubious at best. Yes. This is the same way that That one was talking to me, that messenger. I would not trust him. I will be careful, cousin. If we see anything that requires action for us to go to the road, um, let me know as soon as possible. Any time of day or night, I'll cast Water Walk. Instead of having to trudge through the swamp, we will be able to to walk right across it, full speed. Its effects will last an hour. I will make sure to let you know if I see anything, cousin. After this conversation, I'm just gonna go back and start um, meditating, kind of by the fire, and occasionally trying some, you know, stuff to get some some new spells to work, but, you know, kind of... Uh, kind of at a loss and just trying shit, throwing mud at the wall and seeing what sticks. Occasionally literally throwing mud at the, the wall of trees and, and seeing if that will do anything. Sorry, I was thinking about something. Your goal is to do what with this process? Um, it's just uh, like an act out of like trying to learn new spells and stuff oh, for okay. next time we gain a level and, and all that kind of thing. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. While this is happening during their downtime, Cena is going to attempt to, like, start whittling and kind of carving out the beginnings of a little raccoon body. Alright. And I think that's how the night ends. And did you officially change the name to Timwanye, or is it still Timwanye? <laughs> no, because the second time you say it, the, the second time you said it, you did say Timwanye. <laughs> you fucked me up. I'm gonna have to edit that in post too. <laughs>
<laughs> so it is Simwanya, okay? We're not just so I have it right in my notes. Okay, there is no tag. Simwanya, Kekwala, play. I don't actually know any of those actual words, so it's hard to parody it now that I think about it. Tumwanya, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have a new mini-series which is completely finished and ready for you to binge. Eclipse Crater of Corruption is a nine-episode series that takes place on the moon a century into the future. Three friends try to make it big in the racing scene, but Ivo, the driver, totals his car. Desperate not only to pay the bills, but also to pay off their loan sharks, the three friends begin taking on questionable work from questionable people and things start to ramp up. Eclipse Crater of Corruption is available by pledging to the $5 tier at patreon.com slash time to die RPG. Or if you don't like monthly subscriptions, you can gain access to the show with a one-time purchase of $15 over at ko-fi.com slash time to die RPG and find it in the shop section. For this and the other content we offer, you can find it all at time to die RPG.com. If you enjoy the show, we'd be so grateful if you'd spread the word, post about us on social media, and share us with your friends. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at time to die RPG, on Reddit at r slash time to die RPG. Tim, who plays Mads, is on Twitter at Ida Grab Your Gun. Chris, who plays Feardos, is on Twitter at PP Crasta. That's P E E P Y C R A S T A. Aubrey, who plays Cena, is on Twitter at Aubrey Gray One. That's A-U-B-R-E-E-G-R-A-Y and the number one. I, Brian Bridges, the GM, am on Twitter at ManlyBrian. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of The Giant's March. <laughs>